Good afternoon. Welcome to Impact Radio with your host, Mark and Veronica Lugo, here on your station, KDRY AM 1100. Hello, everyone. Good afternoon, good evening, depending on what your time you're listening to our program. Uh, first off, I want to thank all the listeners uh, of KDRY 1100 AM for tuning in each and every week. We wouldn't be who we are without you, uh, Impact Radio. And uh, obviously you can tell right now that I am not Mark Lugo and I'm filling in for him for this week as he is on a little break this week, little vacation from the radio program, but it's an honor and privilege to be filling in for him this week. You know, I'm just glad the Lord has given me the opportunity um, to reach, you know, thousands of people um, each and every week with uh, KDRY. So again, it's an honor and privilege, and we wouldn't be here without you and each and every one of your listeners, uh, your support um, to KDRY. So we want, I want to thank you personally from the bottom of my heart. So today we have a special guest. So I have known this guest for a long time. I think since um, I was about 17 years old in high school. That's when I first met this this guest, and you know she was a big inspiration in my life, you know, during those trying times, you know, when you're going through high school and, you know, the boyfriend, girlfriend type relationships and different things like that, you know, it can be different, very difficult, but she was always a rock and she was always an inspiration and she was always somebody I could look up to, you know, no matter, you know, if it was a a good time in my life or a trying time in my life. So, you know, I'm really appreciative of you know what she's meant in my life so today without further ado i want to introduce my special guest today is a uh, reverend uh, caroline gilbert how are you doing oh great thank you for those kind words so yes. glad to be here yes 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 it's an honor and privilege to have you on impact radio today you know um like i said i wouldn't be the person i am in my life without you know someone like you to inspire me to mentor me and to to really give me hope, you mm-hmm. know, in this world. I remember going through your classes and and going out. That I I remember being in your class when I was a junior in high school, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I went on a mission trip. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. and I and this was the first big mission trip, really big mission trip that I had to raise funds. I had to you know get donors, get yeah. donations to to do this, and it was a two week. A mission trip and I went to Dominican Republic mm-hmm. and I, I remember that trip like it was yesterday I still you know remember really everything about it from going to train you know at a site in, in East Texas mm-hmm. to flying to um, Dominican Republic and just being there and ministering and praying with the locals there mm-hmm. you know the, something like that really changed my life mm-hmm. and it was because missionaries with a vision was there to help guide me mm-hmm. to help lead me and to inspire me uh, to to reach, you know, the nations. Mm, you know, that was the reason that I was able to go, and that's the reason I wanted to go on that kind of mission trip. Mm. So because of that, you know, you really inspired me. You really changed my life, you know. Um, but I don't. That's enough about me. That's enough about me. You know, I don't. I wasn't even planning on saying all that stuff. It's enough about me. But you know, Reverend, tell tell um, tell our listeners, you know. Um, a little bit about you, how you grew up, you know, a little bit about missionaries with a vision and just kind of how you started and where, where you are now. Okay. Thank you so much. I'm so proud of you. Look what the Lord has done in your life. Now you're a family man. 
and uh, loving the Lord. Yes. Uh, I'm glad he sent you our way. Uh, I was born in Gonzales, Texas, which is about an hour and a half from here. It's a small town. Uh, mother, father had a good upbringing, strong family uh, structure. Um, four brothers and one sister. Okay. And uh, just a real fruitful life. We uh, had a lot of love. Uh, didn't have a lot of material things, but we didn't need it because love just covers so much, you know. Amen. Yeah. Amen. So mother and father, very strong, very supportive people. And then back then, we knew community. You know, your teachers and the neighbors, everybody would parent you. You know the saying that it takes a village to raise a child. Well, I definitely experienced that yes. in my young life. Yes. But I was one of those uh, that had had an experience of not much opportunity because mm -hmm. it was a small town. And, of course, we dealt with a lot of uh, injustices, mm -hmm. you know, which is not anything new. We see that more and more in these days. But I wanted to get away from Gonzalez because I knew that I didn't have any chance of really succeeding there because of the limited opportunities. Mm. But the Lord has blessed me to be able to go back to Gonzalez and to be able to minister there. Uh, I was raised in the church, as I tell my friends, mm -hmm. in the AME church. I was religious. Do you okay. hear me? Religious. Okay. Uh, taught Sunday school in the choir, usher, pastor, secretary, but did not know the Lord. Mm. Uh, I had an experience, a real experience with the Lord at age 27. So I, I uh, spent wasted some time, but the Lord used that time to make me a better person. Yes. Uh, uh, being with him, loving him, knowing him personally has made all the difference in the world. I know you know what I'm talking yes, about. Yes, I do. Exactly, yeah. yes. Being born again. Um, so when I received the Lord, then he put me in a strong church, Bible church. So I was uh, given to the uh, mothers, you know, the mothers yes. in Zion. Yes. Yeah. So they really had a great impact on me. Mm. That's why uh, I know that I'm into mentoring and discipling because that was what was done for me when I came into the church. Wow. Okay. Uh, so I had a good upbringing mm -hmm. uh, in the word of God and my heart got right, grew within the Lord. Uh, so I'm really excited. Even today, some 44 years later, I'm still excited about life in Christ. Uh, now, how I got into the mission field, I don't know. It was definitely a move of God. I tell everybody that I didn't have that heart, compassionate heart. You know, I would mm -hmm. see the movies and the kids crying and all the hunger and all that. But I was not moved to want to, you know, I would give and, mm -hmm. you know, help with little projects, but it's not like giving your heart yes. to missions. That made a big difference there. So uh, the Lord moved me from one church, which was a church, older church, mm -hmm. to a church with young uh, leadership. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, and in that church, that's when my calling was recognized. They recognized that it was a calling on my life. I had been doing church work, mm -hmm. but not with the intent of going into being part of the clergy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So let me ask you a question. So when you started that church, was it God just called you directly into the mission field? Or you just kind of mm -hmm. worked your way and start trying to find out what, what right. God called you? Right. Worked okay. my way. And that's what a lot of people, a lot of young people particularly, they think, okay, I'm going to just arrive. No, it's going to be years of the Lord just uh, grounding you, mm -hmm. training yes. you, you going through life's yes. trials and tribulations, 
not everybody understands that's an important part of the anointing. That's a very important part of you growing up, being seasoned. He yes. doesn't just throw you out there. Yes, and mm-hmm. and I've noticed this, you know, when you work hard for something, mm-hmm. you appreciate it a lot more. You do. You do, because you you struggled here and you struggled there. Right. But when God takes you to that place where mm-hmm. he's trying to take you and leading you, mm-hmm. you appreciate it way, way, oh, way you do. more. You do. Yeah, those things that's just given to you, we don't appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing that I tell everybody, it's, it's crucial that you get under good leadership. Yes. You need a Bible teaching church. You need a pastor who yes. loves God and loves people and loves his family. So I've had that uh, advantage, and yes. that has helped me mm-hmm. to be a stronger person in the Lord and a stronger leader for mm-hmm. sure. Okay. So as I was working in this church, I was ministering in this church, I worked as if it was my own ministry. That's another blessing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You give and you give and you give and you tend to another man's ministry as if it's your own and the Lord will bless you. I agree. Yes. Yeah. So I was under strong leadership who recognized the calling on my life. So they called me out and then began to give me even greater responsibilities. Uh, we started out with citywide missionary fellowship. Mm. We would meet quarterly at Luby's cafeteria right on Main. Okay. Yeah, Luby's, that's a special place for us. Uh, So we would meet quarterly, and we were calling in the Baptists, the Methodists, we were calling in all the denominations, and calling in all manner of people. Mm. Diverse uh, diverse audience means a lot to me because I have a heart for reconciliation. So I'm just not into the black churches, amen, Mm. because I believe the Lord is saving all. Yes. Who have a heart Amen. and who know that they're a sinner and they need to be saved. Amen. So we had a real good representation of the body of Christ. So we outgrew Luby's. Mm. And then I went back to talk to my pastors. And then that's when they gave me the okay to start missionaries with a vision. Uh, three things. The Lord said, work with the church, work with the pastors. We're not in competition with the church. Yes. We work together. We complete. We are one. And then to call in the young people, to work with the young people. And that's yes. where you came in. Yes. Our MILTA program. Yes. Remember that? Yes. The, yes, the fatigues yes, and all of that. And that. then yes. coming every Saturday. Yes. Yeah. Every Saturday in the morning. Right. I do remember yeah. that. Yes. Spending your morning yes. with us. Yeah. That was very, very good. Very important. You got to meet the young people where they are. Yes. Can't come in and start on my level. Yes. Uh, most of them are not interested in praying at the beginning, but as you teach them and as they experience it, then they get to know the joy and the power in praying. Yes. So I'm so grateful for you and the other young people who have gone off. We have some lawyers, we have some technical people, all manner. See, yes. because we teach you, you remember your mission field is wherever you are? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. So whatever your profession is, you're born again, your mission field is right there. Yes. Remember our logo, which was the globe? Mm-hmm. And then we had all the different occupations, some of them. Occupations, and right in the middle of that logo has, is you. Y-O-U. Every person has a mission. Not everybody's called to the pulpit mission ministry, but everybody has a mission. God has a purpose for every living human being. And that's part of my purpose is to help you see what your purpose is. Yes. So we walk along with people and help them see what God's will is for them. Yes. So very exciting. So, Reverend, let me ask you a question. Where did you come up with that slogan? Because I love it. Because so many people think, 
your mission field is going to be, you know, in Mexico, exactly. and, and Haiti, and mm-hmm. different parts of the world. Mm-hmm. But it's wherever you're at. Wherever where you're did at. you get that from? The Lord just gave it to me. Was it, yeah. you know, were you sleeping one day and just kind of revealed it to you? No. Or were you studying, or what was it? I get my inspiration when I'm working, when mm-hmm. I'm on doing what he's calling yes. me to do. He okay. speaks to me. Mm-hmm. I thank God for the gift of the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I, I love that slogan because, yeah. again, people don't realize, I mean, wherever you're at. Wherever you're at. If it's at your job, mm-hmm. you know, if it's um, getting gas, mm-hmm. it's not the grocery store. It's a mission field wherever you're at. You can make a difference yes, right there. you can. Mm-hmm. You can make, I mean, it's, you know, it, even, you know, the little things that you do for people can make a big difference in, in somebody's life. It can. And people don't don't realize that or understand that. And so mm-hmm. I love that, you know, that right. slogan that you, right. that the Lord put in your heart. Yeah, he gave that to us. And now we have a lot of people who's repeating that same thing. Yes, yes. And see, that brings it home to you because most of us think about the pastors and the bishops and the apostles and all those. But no, not everybody has a pulpit ministry. Right. But God has called you. As a matter of fact, the Bible in uh, 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 5, verse 18, we are ministers of reconciliation. So we're to tell those who don't know God about him, reconciling them back to the Father so they can be in good standing with him. Mm, Yes. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So give me a little bit. You told me. You know where you grew up. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little about a little bit about missions with a vision. Mm-hmm. You know how you guys got started. Mm-hmm. How the Lord put on your heart. So what did, what have you guys been doing now currently this past year? I know you know the whole COVID thing kind of put a damper on everything. But what have you guys been doing? Because I, I know it put a damper and kind of slowed things down. Mm-hmm. But I if I know you correctly, it's mm-hmm. not gonna. It's not it's gonna not stop, stop me. You. No, yes, it's, it's not, not gonna stop you. You may slow everything down for a, right. a little bit, but it's right. not gonna stop you. You're gonna right. keep going. Well, I'm hearing the testimony of a lot of pastors and leaders. We are doing better than we were when we were in the church. There's something that's happened in the mm. COVID that makes us hold dear to our faith in God. Mm. So we're seeing increase. We're seeing wow. more people coming in. Of course, we can reach more people through the Zoom right. than we can just being in that local building. Right. Uh, so now we have more people from out of state that are, you know, communicating with us, and uh, have several who have even joined the ministry. So God has taken this and used it for His good, and we know what the Scripture says: all things work together for good to them that love Him and are called according to His purpose. Yes. So we don't have any complaints. Uh, we are able to do some of the things. We just can't do it from eyeball. I love being with the people. I love the presence. Right. But we're having to do it on Zoom and having to do it on the prayer conference line. And you know what? That's that's not a bad thing. I, I tell people that, you know, I think for the church, uh, COVID kind of woke up the church. Yes, for in sure. It, in the sense that, okay, well, we can't do church the same way we were doing the whole time. Exactly. Okay. There is technology out there that we can use right. that we can reach hundreds, thousands, and millions of people. More people. And the church, a lot of the church, I, I can't, I'm generalizing, mm-hmm. but not all of them, but a lot of the church wasn't using the technology that's out there. Exactly. And COVID kind of said, okay, well, we have to start using this technology. We have to start mm-hmm. getting out there. Mm-hmm. And I've seen a lot of churches. Um, and ministries grow because of that. Growing. Because, you know, they're using technology, they're using the resources, mm-hmm. and they're using their God-given ability. Well, I didn't know you can do this, you can right. do video, I didn't know you can do photography, and they're just coming together right. and uniting and working together. Right. You know, so I'm I'm hoping, you know, when everything kind of really finally goes back to normal, that the church is still 
woken up and still uses what they've acquired and what they've you know that what what, what they're using right now mm-hmm. you jonathan know? Uh, i've come to the conclusion i don't know if we're gonna go back to normal we may not but you know <laughs> i'm hoping you know but we may some, not some some normalcy anyway yes, huh yes, some yeah normalcy, yes. yeah but uh, god has just shaken us up you know now, me, when I heard about all the technology and all, I say, I'm going to just leave it to my kids. I'm not going that way. But you know what? If I wanted to keep up and if I wanted to minister, I had to get out of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I haven't arrived yet, but I'm on my way. I yes. can do some things. Yes. And then I have a lot of support from kids and grandkids. Just little steps here right. and there. That's all you really need. A couple right. little steps and it'll start building and building and building over it time. Will. And then by the time you'll know it, you're going to be live streaming and doing yes. all this stuff on your own. With <laughs> your help, we sure are. Right. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, I've conquered my fear of it. Yes. And yes. I know that if I'm going to reach the people then i've got to go with the times yes yeah yes so yes. it's it's exciting in that sense good, 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 good. yeah so tell me a little bit of you know we have a few more minutes left okay um, what you know what is some stuff that missionaries of the vision are going to be doing in the future okay uh well we are still doing our mission work supporting our missionaries yes. we're very uh, committed to Mazalon, Mexico. Okay. Yeah, we took a group of, I want to say about 35, mm-hmm. and young people, had young people in the mix. Mm-hmm. It was excellent. And then we have a young woman in our ministry who chose to live there. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. Okay. She, she's back in the States now. Uh-huh. So we had a real inside track. So we want to continue to build our support for Mazalon. Mm-hmm. Okay. They really have our heart. Um, did you establish a church there? Or no, just no, we worked with an oh, existing oh, ministry. Okay, good, mm-hmm. good, good, yeah, good. yeah. I'm of the persuasion that if there is a, a, a way, if there is a church, if there is a ministry, why go out and reinvent something that's mm-hmm. working well? Correct. Add what we have to what they have, and it will be more. Yeah, so okay, good, good, we're good. not trying to start a church or no, do any of that. You don't need to reinvent the will. No. It's already there. You exactly, yes. exactly. So, Reverend, okay, so we, we're on the program for, you know, the main reason is you have a conference mm-hmm. coming up. Right. So give me a little bit of why you're having a conference, why God put it on your heart, okay. you know, dates and times and how people can register for it and all that. Okay. All right. Uh, well, you know, the heart of our ministry is prayer. Yes. Prayer, missions, uh, evangelism, discipleship. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have two programs. One is the mid program, which is mentor, intern, and discipleship. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is where we take people and we help them discover the will of God in their lives. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a program. The second program that we just started is DIP, discipleship, internship, uh, in prayer. This is a leadership program. So we bring these programs together and we celebrate once a year. You know, this is our 28th year. Yes. We started in 1993. Uh, So this virtual, now this is our very first one. We're stepping out on faith, but it's going to be wonderful. We already know that. Yes. That's going to be April the 10th. It's going to be a virtual prayer breakfast. April the 10th, the time will be 
uh, 9 until 11. So we're going to be gathering people, all shapes and sizes, denominations, colors, and everything. Very diverse group. Mm. And we're going to be praying, all right? Now, when you say come to a prayer breakfast, we're expecting to eat. And you know some of the glorious events that we have hosted, prayer breakfast. But this is not going to be uh, eating. We're not going to feast on the natural food. We're feasting on the Word of God. Okay. In prayer. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and we're going to have communion together. Can you think of the body of Christ coming together for one purpose, just to lift the Lord up uh, and others be inspired, you know, because we have prayer training and discipleship. Some people, they know the need for prayer right now is serious. Right. People who haven't prayed before, now they're praying. Yes. And we try to get them not to go and ask for prayer all the time. Don't be a baby in prayer. Come on, it's time to grow up. Yes. So we will be uh, talking about some of those things. Uh, but the most important thing we're going to do is pray. We're going to pray. We have uh, several we're very concerned about COVID, very mm-hmm. concerned about our government, yes. very concerned about our church and families. So yes. that's four major causes yes. right there. Yes, I agree. Uh, and we're going to be having some to come and pray in other languages also. Okay, wow. So it's not okay. just English. Okay. Spanish, and then there's another language, or is it mainly English and Spanish? Oh, well, just give me a little time. All right. Yeah. All right. You hear yeah. it here? It's yeah. gonna be, it could be a couple different languages. Oh, most definitely. Yeah. Most definitely. Amen. Amen. The Lord has blessed us to have favor. Yes. So we're going to invite some of our friends from the other cultures to come and share with us. Yes. Wonderful. It's going to be a great time. So if they're interested in this event and mm-hmm. they want to participate. How do they register or what what kind of information can you give them? Okay. That? If they want to get on the mailing list, if they're not right now, okay. they can call 210-227-6988. Okay. Easy way to remember that. 210-227-MWTV. Okay. Leave their name and their email address, okay. and then information will be going out to them. Okay. Uh, if they don't want to call and leave it, they can always email us, and okay. that's MWTV. Pray the number for me at MWTV.org. Okay. Say, uh-huh. say it one more time for them. MWTV, pray the number for me at MWTV.org. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. And if they want to learn more about us and see some of our activities, they can go to our website, which is www.mwtv.org. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, how about uh, you have social media? Are you located on Facebook? or? We're on Facebook. Okay. Uh-huh. What is that? At Missionaries, Missionaries with a Vision. With a vision. So, at, so you can look them on Facebook at Missionaries with a Vision. Yes. And you'll mm-hmm. find them. Any other social media outlets or just just Facebook? Just right those now. right now. Mm-hmm. Good, good, good. Right. And there's a word from me. I give a word periodically as the Lord gives. And then you can find that on Facebook. Okay, good. Good, mm-hmm. good, good. Okay. So you heard you heard it here. I mean, um, the give, give them the one more time the dates and times of that event. It's a prayer, virtual prayer breakfast. Our theme is Feasting on the Word of God in Prayer. It's Saturday, April the 10th at 9 a.m., 9 until 11 a.m. Amen. We're going to have praise and worship, prayer, uh, word of exhortation. It's going to be awesome. And we're going to have communion together. Mm-hmm. And the, the good thing about you know the virtual breakfast is you can get out of your bed mm-hmm. and just hop on the call mm-hmm. or hop on the Zoom, and you can be in the presence of God in a matter of seconds. Amen. You know, Amen. And you don't have to get ready, and you don't have to change or take right. a shower. You, you can just roll over, and you're in the presence of God. So Come I, I as love, you I are. Again, 
you know, the church is waking up using technology and right. I love that right. with what's going on right now. Mm -hmm. So we don't have that much uh, time left, uh, Reverend. Mm. So I would love for you to close us out in prayer. Okay. All right. What an honor. What a privilege it is to come to you, almighty God. Thank you for your love, your grace, your mercy. Thank you, Father, for this season and this time where you are drawing your church closer to you. Men, women, boys, and girls, Lord, are coming to you, and we thank you for that. There's a rich harvest, and thank you for how you're raising up laborers who will go out into the field, who will look around the corner, who will speak to someone, show some love in the grocery store, in the laundromat, in the mall, wherever we are, Lord, thank you for you giving us that desire to make you known. Father, we just thank you. Thank you for your healing. Thank you for your salvation. Thank you for how you are saving even in this hour, critical hour. You are drawing sinners and those who confess you as Lord. You're drawing us all close to you. We thank you for the miraculous work that you're doing. We are seeing signs and wonders and miracles in our lifetime. We thank you for the leaders. We even thank you for our governmental leaders, and we pray for them daily. We pray for pastors, and we pray for families. We particularly pray for our men, that you would raise men up to be the priests in their households, that they will lead their wives and their children to you and bring us all to the altar of prayer. Lord, you're so great. We don't have words to articulate how awesome you are. We're feeble in our words, Lord. But we say, Father, you are great. You are awesome. You are all-knowing and you're all-powerful. We thank you for this moment that Jonathan and I have to come and to lift you up. We pray for the listeners today. If there's anyone who has a question about who you are, Lord, would you satisfy that answer today in Jesus' name? If there's someone who is sick, someone who is heartbroken, someone who's ill, Lord God, would you touch their bodies now? Would you do that that only you can do? Bring us all together, Father, giving you all the glory and all the praise. I thank you, Father, that your word says that you hear me when I pray and that you will answer according to your will. So I pray, Father, that your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And I pray this prayer in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. Amen and amen. Amen. Thank you for the prayer, Reverend. Bless so you. Before we go one more time, um, how can they reach you if they want to? Um, what is your website one more time and phone number so they can reach you if they need to get a hold of you? Okay. The website is www.mwtv.org. Our email is mwtvpray, the number four, me at mwtv.org. Our office number is 210-227-6988. All right. Wonderful. Again, Reverend, thank you thank for being you on the program today. Thank you for the invitation. Well, we, I so enjoyed having you, and hopefully in, in the near future we'll have you uh, on again. And okay. We talk about what, how the prayer conference went and, every, okay. and everything that, that went into that. So Sounds uh, wonderful. But again, we thank you again for being on the program. Again, we want to thank all the listeners uh, that tune in faithfully each and every week. Mm -hmm. uh, we wouldn't be uh, Impact Radio without you. Amen. So stay blessed Amen. and have a good week. All thank right. you. This city is my city and I love it.
We want to thank you for tuning in to Impact Radio, a program in partnership with Mark Lugal Ministries, a ministry that's focused on raising strong families. Follow us on Facebook at Mark Lugal Ministries, on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Mark Lugal Min, or visit us online at www.marklugalministries.org to learn about upcoming events and how to be a financial partner. Our text to give code is 210-987-9333. Until next week, let's continue to build strong families, communities, and cities through Jesus Christ.